0: a production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers.
1: What can a utility company do to help foster in entrepreneurship in their town? That's what we'll be talking about in this episode of Story Connect, the podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns with WordSouth, and I'm pleased to be joined on this episode by Jill Snyder, the Director of Business and Economic Development for Nine Star Connect in Hancock County, Indiana. Jill, thanks for joining me. Thank you. It's great to be here. So what what we're going to be talking about, and, and folks may have seen headlines, I know it um, seems like NTCA and some other um, industry groups did a pretty good job of getting the word out uh, when you guys launched the Idea Co-op back in January. Um, and I'd love to share some of the ideas, how that happened and and what it is. But first, Jill, if you don't mind, because um, you guys have a little bit of a unique setup there at Nine Star, do you mind just kind of giving me an overview of uh, of what what Nine Star Connect is and what you guys do?
0: Sure. Uh, Nine Star Connect was formed in 2011 when the local electric cooperative and the telecommunications cooperative merged to form Nine Star Connect. And two years ago, we added two more utilities, uh, water and sewer, into our mix. So we're the, uh, as far as we know, the only cooperative in the United States that has four utilities that we can provide to our members, uh, most of them in Hancock County, Indiana.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting setup, but it came kind of from that idea that if you guys didn't invest um, in the water and sewer, nobody else was going to, right?
0: Yes, um, absolutely. 75% of the county in which we're headquartered is septic and well right now, and there wasn't going to be anyone to invest in the infrastructure to bring sewer and water to to the county, which is needed for uh prosperous economic development so nine star connect decided to uh, to be the person or the company to make that happen
1: sure and I brought that up just because I think that's a theme that listeners are going to pick up on that um, you know nine star has been willing to step outside of the box and uh, do things for the community that uh, others wouldn't one of those being the idea co-op and this has really been you um, an idea that you've had—it sounds like for several years. Go ahead and give us an overview of what the Idea Co-op is, and then we'll get into how it how it came about. But but what is it?
0: Idea Co-op is a co-working makerspace that's located in Hancock County, and the intent—the original intent was to help Nine Star itself attract and retain high tech talent to our staff. We have about thirty five IT people working for us. And we sit on the edge of Indianapolis, so we're always trying to compete with high-tech talent in Indianapolis. But what started to be uh, a mission to help us attract and retain talent became uh, a very passionate endeavor to create a facility in which startup businesses could find a very affordable place to, to, to start their new endeavors and, uh, and hopefully grow those businesses and stay in Hancock County as well as providing a co-working space for a lot of other different types of in- individuals that just needed a, a great place to work with high-speed internet and afford them the opportunity to, to interface with other like-minded individuals in this part of the state.
1: I think that co-working space or that co-working idea is, is a really cool idea. I've, I've checked out a couple of those spots um, in travels um And there's one here where I live in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, But let's describe that for folks that haven't seen it before. So basically, I think the rates that you guys have on the website, um, $75 monthly membership gets folks access to an open area where they can um, pick a desk and go to work. And then there are furnished offices to rent as well. But basically, it's, um, it's, it's coffee and fast internet and a desk where folks can work um, and either get their company started or if they I guess if they work from home and need just another location or something like that. But but it's kind of geared for folks just to, um, uh, you know, maybe that don't have the, the resources at that point to create, you know, or to rent a big office building or build a building, but kind of a great place for folks to get started.
0: It, it, it is a great place to get started. It, when you're starting a new business, it's very difficult uh, finding a location because commercial offices uh, usually require long-term, long-term leases and, and quite an investment in cash. So we, we go month to month with our with our members. They can sign up for a yearly contract if they want, but it's certainly not required. And it's at a price point that's very affordable to help entrepreneurs get started. Many of them also need access to great training rooms and conference rooms because they bring in clients. So those common areas are very uh, uh, attractive to startup companies because that's that's common space they can use that they don't have to pay an extra fee for
1: one of the terms that I had read in an article um, written about the idea co-op is the collision space. And the idea there, it sounds like is just for ideas kind of to come crashing together and networking and that sort of, uh, that sort of thing, right?
0: Yes. The collision space, uh, which includes a big general work area, as well as our corner cafe is, is to allow these members to start talking to each other. And there's been a lot of uh, partnerships form, uh, members utilizing each other's services to help them with, with whatever, you know, their businesses getting started, but just creating these collisions where these people can help, help each other out and, and, uh, and find talent that they wouldn't otherwise know existed in East central Indiana.
1: And there's technology there as well, too. Uh, I could see a lot of benefit from, like you said, other like-minded individuals being there, but um, beyond the, the human factor, you've also got um, all sorts of um, uh, technological, in addition to gigabit internet speeds, you've got some other technology available to folks there as well, right?
0: We have a lot of great technologies here. And, and, and all the members, whether you pay $75 a month or pay for the office, everyone has access to these technologies, which include uh, a 3D printer lab, a laser cutter, a wonderful laser cutter. We're in the process uh, today of installing a plasma cutter. We also have a virtual reality lab if people want to get into virtual reality. And then we have two podcast rooms, one video podcast room and a normal podcast room that, uh, that are used quite a bit for some of these companies recording their own uh, podcast and training videos. And again, all those, all those rooms are, are, are available to members. Uh, we have one particular member who's an ag tech company who's creating uh, uh, a device to use in field to determine the health of the crop. And he's printing his, his prototype devices in our 3D printer lab. So you know, it's not just let's play with these technologies. It's being able to use these, these technologies to help you advance your business.
1: Excellent. Well, so you brought up that particular um, customer, that, that member. Um, I know you guys just started in, in January, so I'm not sure what kind of occupancy rate you guys have, but but can you tell us a little bit about, about either as general or specific as you want to go, but, but who some of those tenants are um, that are uh, using the space right now?
0: Um, I'd love to. We did open in January uh, 2019, and we've got a waiting list for offices right now. Uh, so- wow with very little, uh, marketing, um, almost none, uh, it, it, it just shows the need for these types of facilities, but, uh, Definitely. The ag- yeah, the ag tech company was our first member. We've got, uh, an animal science consulting group. We have, uh, national it re- recruiting firm. We have two digital marketing firms that are tenants. Uh, we've got a, uh, a uh, couple people that, uh, moved here from Silicon Valley that are still tethered to those companies. So they come to work here to access the high, the high bandwidth speeds. That's kind of a quick overview of some of our tenants. Sure. An interesting one is our local Hancock County economic development corporation just took an office cause they wanted to be a part of what's going on up here. So they'll have their, staff and members uh, available to help these companies as well. So that that was a really neat addition.
1: Excellent. Well, that sounds like a good mix. And, um, you know, like we said, a lot of ideas colliding uh, there with all the folks, different backgrounds, different sectors. Um, that sounds like a cool um, mix there. We're talking about the present now, but if we can, let's flip back um, a couple of years ago. Like we mentioned earlier, this has been something that you've been um, working on, trying to find space for it for um, a couple of years. So, if you don't mind, um, you know, because this is outside the box, this is not something you hear a lot about. Um, you know, utility companies doing. Um, so where where did the idea come from? How did you get the buy in and how did you go and, and make something like this happen?
0: I've been working with our CEO, Mike Burrow, for several years about creating this type of space uh, uh, with the goal of several missions, again, in, initially to help us attract and retain high tech talent and, and to help spur new startup companies in our territory. And, and I, I spent. Probably a couple years searching uh, lots of buildings in our county, uh, in our downtown Greenfield and other surrounding towns to try to find a building that would work for this purpose. Uh, One component that was important was that the facility be handicap accessible. And unfortunately, that uh, ruled out a lot of buildings because a lot of the older buildings just don't comply. But that was very important to us to keep the facility handicap accessible Made offers on a couple buildings that didn't go through, uh, which probably was good in the long run. Because what happened was our engineering and operations division wanted to find a location to uh, consolidate all their operations. So they bought a more of an industrial building uh, about five miles away from the current Idea Co op campus. But what that allowed us to do is the engineering and operations a division moved out of what's called the Nine Star Connect North Campus, which is about 20,000 square feet that sits on 36 acres. And that building uh, now became pretty much half vacated in the perfect place to put I- Idea Co-op. It sits on 36 acres. 26 of those acres are actually tillable. So the first ag tech company tenant that we had was, was a logical match. Because he's now going to make those 26 acres, what's called a, a Midwest showcase field, and make it a connected field that's going to be full of sensors and, and all types of technology that require broadband to make farming that field uh, as efficient as possible. So we kind of ended up in, in a building that was owned by Nine Star Connect. That wasn't the original intent, but it ended up being uh, the, the perfect location for Idea Co-op.
1: It sounds like it. Um So as you're, I mean, how was this idea? How did it take off? Did, you know, describing it to other community members or other, even other employees or um, board members, anybody like that? Did, did people get it that this was an important thing to do and see the value right away? Or is this something that you really had to kind of explain people and uh, explain to people and really um, drive home that helped them see that vision that you had for it?
0: Our board members got it right away, and 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 they were the driving force behind this. They're very passionate about our community and wanted, you know, to make investments to make our community, uh, you know, a, a, a great place to to live and work. So they got it right away, and I had the support of all of our board members from the get go, and 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 that's very important. Um, and then once uh, I started flipping the space, if you will, you know, cleaning it up and paint and carpet and uh, started uh, creating Idea Co-op, some of the organizations in the community, like the Kiwanas and others, have asked me to come speak at their meetings. And uh, just some local in- interactions like that got the word out, you know. And before I know it, we're, we're sitting here with a waiting list for tenants. So, um yep.
1: It's obviously working. So that's a good sign. Yes. It was
0: kind of like, like if you build it, let's see if they'll come, you know, we, we weren't, and I made it very clear to the board that I don't, I don't have any preconceived ideas of, of, you know, numbers, but they were all on board. Let's, let's do it. You know, let's make this investment and let's see what happens. And it's been very successful.
1: It certainly sounds like it. I, I had two more questions for you. Um, But let's let's talk about surprises. Has there been anything um, that has surprised you, um, you know, throughout either the development or since it started and and maybe something that surprised you as a challenge and something that surprised you in a, uh, you know, unexpectedly positive way, if you can, um, if anything comes to mind for those.
0: Um, I think my biggest challenge now, it's not a challenge, it'll be fun, but I need to start. We need to start offering more training and curriculum. Since all of our space is is leased at this point, I now want Idea Co-op to be known as a place to come to learn new skills uh, or, you know, more, more, more ways to develop our community. Uh, we currently have what's called Coder Dojo classes, which teach kids ages seven to 17 to learn how to code. We've actually been having those here for, for 18 months now, Okay, but they're incredibly successful. They're free classes to children in the community and it's been incredibly well received, but, but we need to do more. We need to have classes all the time to help, you know, teach skills, not just high tech, but all types of skills, you know, to help develop, uh, you know, the, the workforce work in our community. And that's, that's my current challenge. We'll be applying for some state grants to help fund those types of initiatives. And those will be the first uh, grants, hopefully, that Idea Co-op, you know, will have received.
1: Excellent. Well, that sounds like a good direction to go. And the last thing that I had for you here, if there's somebody who listens to this um, episode and start saying to themselves, you know, we could do that at our electric co-op or at our um, telco, what, is, what advice would you have for them? Or is there anything you picked up along the way? I'm, I'm sure there've been a lot of lessons, um, you know, learned because you're kind of blazing new territory here. But what's some advice that you, um, you give to folks um, who are, Are looking at something like this saying our community could really use this. I wonder if we could do it at our company.
0: That's a great question. And we've done a lot of tours to uh, uh, electric co-ops and telecom co-ops, and they have started to to think along those ways. And and I know there's one in particular that's worked with their local community and someone's offering up a building for them to use, you know, so, so just working with, your local community and trying to pool resources. Some co-working spaces um, are very uh, uh, capital intensive, but they don't have to be, you know, so um, like all the furniture we have here at idea co-op was purchased used. So I paid pennies on the dollar and uh, you know, there's ways to do it. That's, that's very affordable and just jump into it and, and see what happens. And I think, I think it'd be a great thing for them to do for the local community.
1: It sounds like if they can get anything close to what you guys have been able to put together there, they'll certainly be on the right track. So Jill, I appreciate you um, taking the time to uh, join me and kind of share this idea.
0: Okay. It was great. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate the opportunity.
1: She is Jill Snyder, the Director of Business and Economic Development at Nine Star Connect in Indiana. And uh, I'm your host, Andy Johns with Word South. Until we talk again keep telling your story. You've been
0: listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing
1: company.